everybody to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome in to another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by our sponsors, Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda of Orland Park, and Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. I am Rick Camp, alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. And Jay, it's only been a week, but again, just like last time, it feels like forever since we've done one of these. And like, I tried to unplug as much as I could on vacation, so Good for we you. haven't even spoken as much as, as we normally do, so... It's good to see you. You too. It's fun. We're still sending each other uh, texts complaining about things and from oh, yeah. TikTok. So that that's <laughs> that hasn't stopped. Um, right. But yeah, there's well two weeks between episodes. We've got a ton to get to on this one and a lot of good stuff that everyone's going to be really excited to hear about. Make sure you're following us on all of the social media channels. That includes TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at I'm Fat Pod. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash I'm fat podcast. Every episode is published as a video on Tuesday. Episodes come out on Monday. YouTube's come out on Tuesday. So make sure you check those out. Make sure you're subscribed wherever you listen. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. Hit that subscribe button and turn on those notifications. I've been starting to just publish them at midnight on Mondays to see if it made a difference. And it made a little bit of a difference. So it's going to start dropping at midnights on Mondays instead of 5 a.m. So maybe those notifications won't be as obnoxious <laughs> at midnight as they are at 5 a.m. So, all right, Rick, you are back yeah. from yes. your glorious excursion to Raleigh, Durham area. I'm going to give you the floor and, and tell us all about it because I've been really excited to hear about some of the stuff you got to try because I know you didn't just go to City Barbecue this time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not. Did not touch City Barbecue this time. Also, didn't I made a point. I pizzaed myself out before I left. Nice. So that I would have zero inclination to even attempt to have <laughs> pizza while I was down there either. And I was only down there for five days, mind you, or like four and change. That's a good trip, man. Five days is, is significant. No, it is. But in terms of like uh, avoiding pizza for X amount of time, yeah, four days tough. shouldn't be that bad. But, you know, I wanted to make sure that I had no desire so i had i had dominic in in the like days leading up to it i had i had dominic's my favorite uh uh, Mm -hmm. tavern style place and i had Lou's. so just to just to knock out both and you brought a bag of pizza rolls on the plane with you well we did have pizza rolls when i was there when when we were uh, when we were drunk and playing clue you're just scratching the itch man i know (laughs) it's like a that's like a nicotine patch You know, yes. uh, I need some pizza, exactly. pizza roll. Oh yeah. It takes the nope. edge off. It takes nope. the edge off for a second. It, it, yeah, it really did. It's a different type of edible. Let me tell you. Yeah, there you go. There. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, so I, we, uh, got there, got to Raleigh, like a three o'clock flight on a Thursday and Thursday was my birthday. So we, so like Happy basically, birthday, everybody... <laughs> thank you. So first thing was actually a food thing that didn't happen that would have been hilarious was um, my friends admitted they're like, listen, we thought about trying to get you and think about the levels of trolling me. This is a realistic cake that would have been a jar of reduced fat peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's that's the essence of it right there. Really? That's how you know you have good friends. Yes. and, And they're like, not going to lie too expensive you're not worth that much uh, no, and yeah. i was like no totally <laughs> i totally get it and they they even sent me like kind of a, a what it could possibly look like like what they sent the person and i'm like oh my god that would have been hilarious that's funny but it's also a bunch of fondant and fondant doesn't taste that great anyway so it's like it's still frosting oh it's still frosting. i'll eat okay. it i mean don't get me wrong we had a cake and uh i forget if i sent you the picture of the cake but the flame got a little uh, out of control there for a second shockingly one breath i took care of that sucker nice but nice. uh so i get there and we get settled and everything and then by that point it's like for a normal to late dinner and they're like all right my friends scouted out a place they're like we haven't even been here yet but we really want to go it's called the raleigh beer garden all right supposedly have the best 
largest beer selection in the world is what they claim. Wow. Who, who knows if that's true? There was a lot. They have Bud and you, Bud Light. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> also, it's like they have all these things. And then my, and then, uh, uh, my, my buddy Marty, of course, oh. uh, was like, yeah, he was like, you know what I'm going to have? Yingling. <laughs> so to summer for just to get get their names out there because they listen to the podcast uh i stayed with my friends uh andrea and kevin in raleigh and uh marty and his, and his girlfriend amy came with because there was a there was a <laughs> there was a wedding we were going to for our buddy dan uh that that was down <laughs> so so that was the whole like impetus of the trip and uh, so we go to the Raleigh Beer Garden, and basically we're just like, hey, it's first night. We're going all out. There Hell like yeah. Th- three or four different appetizers out there. Had the uh, the mac and cheese bites, which were really good. There was this corn dog. It was, what are they? Esquites. I'm looking at the menu. Yeah, and I'm yeah, the booking my flight. <laughs> yes, the Esquites corn dog, which was oh. really good. And I definitely set myself up for something that I don't normally do of just like, I'm going to try it whatever anything is like there was like an avocado spread and something with mayo and yeah. i was like you know what i'm just gonna try it honestly like i don't know how much the the avocado i'm just not the biggest on the taste of avocado but it's not like an a truly offensive right. taste it was still really good like the pickled onions and the corn dog made it the other stuff was just kind of fine okay so, but definitely worth trying it so the only thing that's awkward is then it's like well it's a corn dog it's on a stick do you chop do you just like slice it up so people can try it and or you know how are we doing it and it was just basically like everybody just kind of took a turn with the corn dog so okay. to speak <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah. it's like a wild wild weekend right congratulations out in, pub, out in public and everything <laughs> um the cool thing about this place too is it's kind of like out of this this may be like stereotypical and what in my thought process of just like a lot of indoor outdoor space there yes they had a larger footprint but there were like multiple in there was like a truly inside bar there was a bar that was like under a canopy there was like kind of an outside thing there was a lot of like we were sitting at a picnic table like that type of vibe so for anybody that goes there and it's closer to downtown raleigh uh that's a great place okay the the raleigh beer garden and the, the 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 best thing i had there beer battered soft pretzel oh hell yeah dude it was essentially like if you combined a soft pretzel and a funnel cake (laughs) (laughs) choked on my water from that (laughs) it's like because it had like the the outside crunch of a funnel cake yeah but it was as light and the flavor on the inside of a soft pretzel oh man it was dude it was the it was probably the best individual food item I ate. Okay. In my entire time there. Good start. It was so good. And even then, just like I got the burger, just like, I don't know, I had a taste for a burger, maybe because I pizzaed myself out up, <laughs> up before I left. <laughs> That'll do it. And the burger was just like a good, like kind of charred burger, just like really right there for you. Nice. Yeah. This menu looks very good. Like yeah. nothing on there that's. You could pretty much order anything and be satisfied. All right. All yeah. the, by the way, we'll add all these faces, all these faces, all these places to the I'm Fat Map. So yes, um, go to the link in our social media bios, and you'll find the I'm Fat Map and uh, join the what? Like what do we say? Like forty thousand people or something have looked at it or something crazy really? like that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think that's what the that's what it said last time I looked. Okay. So, yeah, it's it's been it's been helpful for people. Nice. Yeah. I don't know if I've sent you the picture did they send me the picture of me blowing out the candle to see how big the flame was on i have not thing? seen that yet no okay they didn't send it to me it's probably in like a group thread somewhere i'll find it and i'll send it to you but like you can see like the flame this was after we went to the restaurant <laughs> and came back and had a few drinks and it was like i'm leaning over and you can see the flame like dangerously close to my arm <laughs> so so you know that was that was safe and uh and healthy and uh, so then the next day for lunch, like we kind of got like the food stuff that definitely knew we wanted to, to knock out like early in the trip. Yeah. Hit up Sam Jones barbecue, which when I put the uh, the old clarion call out on Twitter for, hey, I'm going, where should I go? That was the number one place people recommended. Okay. So traditional barbecue type place. And obviously in the Carolinas, it's much more like chopped barbecue, pork, vinegar sauce, that type of thing. Yep. So I just. I didn't overthink it went with the chopped pork 
not not pulled chopped yep big difference so it's it's almost uh it's almost more like inconsistency not quite like uh like tuna but like closer to that than like the individual pieces as much right yeah and slathered it in that i i did a little tester of that vinegar sauce because you know i generally like a a a sweeter or a hotter barbecue sauce usually go thicker too on it yes yeah it was really good so i'm like we're going full experience here yeah trust the experts man yeah it was it was so good like yeah it was it runny sure did i have to basically douse the stuff in it to make sure that there was some in like every bite absolutely but so worth it yeah i'm starting to cut like that's starting it was never my preference before but i'm really starting to come around on the carolina style yeah i I don't know i I just i really needed the experience to uh you know to like really hit to get, like get that real experience to hit that home for me because i like vinegar in general like in vinegar stuff yeah so it it made sense that i liked it but i just hadn't put it together yet because i'm also not the biggest uh pork person when it comes to barbecue okay so just doing that now the fries were great like uh just like a traditional sliced fry and then the mac and cheese was really good i've i've got questions on the cornbread all right. And as and as was described to me, this is a controversial topic when you talk about Sam Jones barbecue. I sent you the picture of it. Do, can you do you see the uh so this piece of what they're calling cornbread almost looks like it looks like uncooked garlic bread. Okay. Like it's I don't even quite know how to describe it and I'm sure Michael will put this up. But, and, of course, it has a bite out of it because I didn't think to take the picture before I took a bite because I was excited to try it. Yeah, I see it. Yep. V- very dense, which is fine. Not really a fan. Interesting. Apparently, it's either a thing where you love it or you hate it. I don't know that there was much taste to it. It basically felt like I was I was eating a very dense southern sponge. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> it was like mm. I, it just didn't do anything for me. Interesting. Yeah, it does so, just look like a hunk of garlic bread, which when you sent me the yeah. picture, I was sort of like, oh, okay, well, Ooh, yeah. cool. No, like this, it, this was like... In a million guesses, cornbread. I would never guess cornbread on that. Yeah, ex- exactly, and I think that's where a lot of the question comes from, but the, the barbecue was fantastic. The fries and the mac and cheese are really good. Uh, I heard the baked beans are really good there, so <laughs> I see that. if you go to I'm, Sam Jones Barbecue, just don't go for the gar the cornbread oh you should but you should because you, you want to have the experience and, and have a review on it so i'm looking at the menu and i yes. do see the baked beans here on the bottom but i don't know if you're on the mm-hmm. website too rick yes. on the top left of the page there's a, a beverage and i thought that was a tall pint glass full of beans <laughs> like the way the right the way the ice looks in the cup looks it looks yes. at the first glance like a giant oh, pint glass of beans you know what it is that's that's gotta be cheer wine oh probably Yep. Are you a fan of cheer wine? Uh, it's a lot. I usually try to like limit my sugar to like. Yeah, that makes I, sense. I don't usually go for sugary beverages because mm-hmm. I don't like the sensation of like slime in my mouth for the next hour. Um, but I've had it and it's fine. It's not something yeah, I would. It, it's not something I would stock my house with. But it's good. It's good now yeah. and again. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. It's it's almost like a Dr Pepper adjacent. Yes. Type thing, like a little sweeter. Um, but I had, like, I just went full Carolina for that meal. So I had, so I had that along with the cheer wine, like it was, and it just like really hit the spot before I forget, uh, mm-hmm. Greg Boyson, my partner on CHGO Blackhawks was talking, we were talking off the air yesterday before we went on our post game. He has uh Dr. Pepper dark berry, which is a new flavor. Oh. And he said, it's like a blueberry Dr. Pepper. So I'm not I, sure how I feel about that, but I, I definitely want to try it. Yeah, I'll try it, but I'm not optimistic about that. Yeah, he said it was really good, and he's a fat, so you know his I opinion. Mean, but but blueberries are for for pie and breakfast, <laughs> right? We'll have a have a Dr Pepper for breakfast. Oh, okay. well, there we go. <laughs> By the way, I saw a tweet today that this reminded me. Uh, yeah, pe- pepper jack cheese is a vegetable. <laughs> Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's it's basically a salad. It, it's pretty much my favorite vegetable, honestly. <laughs> yeah, seriously. All right, Sam uh, Jones barbecue that looks fantastic. Yes. Okay, uh, so ooh, catfish was, bites. Oh damn. 
Yeah, we didn't try those because we were there. We were there for lunch, and I don't know. Everybody was still kind of like, I think, still feeling the dinner from the night before. Oh, I bet. What, by but, the way, uh, where are you at on yeah. pimento? Like pimento cheese, because I'm seeing that on, on the two menus I've looked at so far, mm-hmm. pimento cheese has been there. I'm not into pimento I th- cheese. I think it's fine. Okay. Like, I, like that's what it's way. I'm never like, ooh, this thing has pimento. I'm definitely going to try it. But like, there's, I've had moments where it's like, oh, there's pimento on this. Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, it's a very southern thing. Uh, I remember Patrick mm-hmm. Manley brought uh, pimento cheese sandwiches uh, for us one day. Okay. And I'm like, oh, I'm excited to try this. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's not my favorite thing I've ever had. It's not terrible, but it's just, <laughs> yeah. it is a very specific taste. It really is. And you need to know you like it. Yes. Uh, yeah. yeah. So before you order it, it's like a menu item. Right. Try to have it, have had it at some point ahead of time. Now, I had an interesting experience on, I think this was, I forget if it was Friday night or Saturday. It all blends. Because um, it already feels like it's been a month since I went there. <laughs> But uh, so we did there was this place where it's kind of like uh, one thing I appreciate about down there is like kind of resourcefulness in terms of utilizing space. Mm-hmm. So like there was just this kind of like manufactured like it was just they just basically threw a slab for a parking lot and like put up uh, it's like a building just like made like a manufactured building. Yeah, essentially. And threw in three mini golf courses and a couple like golf simulators and they had a little bit of a bar and it was like really cool place a couple arcade games so uh of course i forget the name of that place but we also didn't eat there so it doesn't matter for our purposes necessarily but afterwards we were trying to find a place to eat kind of got lost a little bit because it was an area that i guess my friends don't know that well because neither of them are from raleigh they just are of raleigh right now and uh so we stumbled upon a place for dinner that I'm not going to name by name because of what I'm going to what I'm about to say. Like oh the boy. food was the food was good. Food was good. I had a rib mac and cheese. Okay. And that was more of like a thicker, more sweet barbecue sauce with that. It was phenomenal. However, we're so we're trying to control the touch tunes going on. And they had some like we come in and there's like I think in the stone was playing. Then there's some country music coming on. Yes. So we, we don't put on anything too crazy, at least not the first song. Like, we're trying to play the wobble, something you hear at every white wedding ever now. <laughs> yes. And uh, magically, it, song before ends, wobble's about to start, country music starts. So we're like, okay, maybe someone like paid, <laughs> maybe someone paid for like the, the next thing. So we're like, cool, no big deal. So we look at the touch tunes machine, says the wobble's playing. We don't hear it. Now the next song was WAP. That that could be a little that's a little bit of more of a jump. So that played? No, did not play. Mm. Then, after about four songs by black people that we tried to play, uh just to try oh let's God. it was like let's literally try anything else. Threw on corn. That played. Mm. Interesting. Hmm. So So you're I saying won't... the touch tunes is racist. Oh, it wasn't the touch tunes. <laughs> <laughs> it was the people controlling the touch tunes because they clearly got a separate feed of something that they were going to. And uh, yes, so that happened. We were like, what is going on here? So, I'd ask for my money back and then say, never mind and run as the shotgun comes out from behind the bar. Dude, seriously. It was, but it, it sucks because the food was great. Everything everybody had was really good there, but I'm not going to recommend it because of yeah. things. Uh, things. That's rough. Yeah. And then okay, the and then the last meal that I'll bring up, and this is one where everybody loved what they had. It was a seafood place, so I didn't really have oh. the seafood. Oh, uh, Rick! So Sunday, I'm disappointed in you. I, I know. Well, it was also there was like a crab dip that I was going to try, but everybody was just like towards <laughs> the crab dip that it's like I'm not going to take away from someone that is like, oh my god, crab dip. Okay. And then by the time everybody had their fill, there was none left. So I was going to try it. All right. But um, Fair enough. you can keep your calamari. Uh, I'm not trying calamari. Addie loves I it. I tried it before, and it was uh, yeah, good for her. It's just fried. Mine. Super fried food. Yeah. Well, so this was, I sent you the video of me on the beach. <laughs> yes. Sunday was beach day. Good. Nice uh, uh, Speedo, by the way. Really brings out your thighs. Yes, and the everything else. Uh, no, so I did get a message when I, I put, I forget which social media platform I put up the, the picture of me on the beach. They're like, shirt on, shirt off. I was like, on. Yeah. I didn't really go in the water. I was more there to just like kind of do the, 
let the water splash up on your trunks and like that type of thing. Right. And then uh, and then go lay down and then like go sit down and just like chill. That was we, we were there for hours, but it was like the perfect unplug. Yeah. Listen to the beach. Listen to the sounds. So then we go to this place called the Oceanic and it's like right on the pier. Oh, I love places um, like that. Yeah, it was for one thing. They make a strong margarita. Let yes, me tell I you, because I, I, took, I took a sip and I was like, OK, how, how are we doing? It was def- it was great. Uh, I had the burger and the burger was good. Nice, thick cut bacon. So appreciated that. But everybody that got seafood and there was a variety. It was like people got crab soup. There was a crab dip, calamari, scallops. Um, I mean, just like anything anybody got that was seafood raved about how good it was. So while I haven't personally had it because I'm not the biggest seafood guy in the world, lots of recommendations on different types of dishes as well from the Oceanic and everything was real nice. It was like, especially considering you have, you're on the beach and you got everything blowing through. It was really clean. Yep. Uh, so I appreciated that about it. Highly, highly recommended that if you go and that's, that's in Wilmington, that's at Wrightsville or technically Wrightsville beach. Okay. That's where we were. So the Oceanic is in Wrightsville Beach. The beach was phenomenal. And uh, the Oceanic was really, really good. So just like the whole vibe, just we did the perfect balance of doing stuff while also leaving plenty of time to just relax. That's perfect. You had yeah. a perfect trip. That's very much like my trip to Florida was like that. Mm-hmm. And what, what amazes me, like as you're describing the Oceanic and it being on the water, like people live there. Yeah, like did, did, we, we had the same thought. Like we go there for vacation. It's like, wow, yeah. this is really great. Like, oh, time to go back home. There's yeah. people that can go there once a week, and that's it. I, I hope they don't get used to that. You know what I mean? I hope you don't take mm-hmm. that for granted. It's yeah. like when it gets remotely warm in Chicagoland. Yes. Like I, last week, there was a day in the 70s, and I was driving down Madison to go to CHGO, and all mm-hmm. the restaurants had their patios open. Yeah. And it was just swimming with people because people were just so craving outside. Yes. You know, and just to be able to have that year round. There's so many times where, especially later in life, where I'm like, why do I, like, why am I doing this? Like, why do I live here in this rain and cold and snow and. Man, (laughs) I thought the same thing. So I'm like, if I had a job where I could just work remotely. Yeah. You think I'm staying here? Do you remember um, Ashlyn who used to work with us? Ashlyn. So. She was, uh, for those that don't know, Ashlyn was a score promotions person and great. One of my good friends from my time at the score. Yes. Um, she got a new job at a, at a Chicago company, like a marketing mm-hmm. firm, but they're hundred percent remote and they're going to remain hundred percent remote. So she just moved to Montana. Oh, I didn't know. She, oh, okay. Yeah. She's like, all right, well, I'm just going to go. I'm just going to leave and I'm going to live in Montana. It's Montana or Wyoming, whatever. Same thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> and she just, she loves the outdoors. She loves climbing. She loves exploring, hiking. Mm-hmm. So she's just like, okay, what is holding me back? I can still work from here. Yeah. I'm going to pay probably a 10th of the cost of living Dude. and go live out in the, in the open West and be happy. And, and I don't never, I don't know if I ever told you this, the woman who hmm. sold us this house in Homewood, she's like, I'm moving to Idaho. I can't stand the winters here. I'm like, oh, well, there's still winter in Idaho. She said, yeah, but the winters in Idaho are not gray. They're cold, oh, but it's not gray all the time. There's blue skies and there's sunshine. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like a thing that would be nice. Yeah, right? <laughs> like yesterday, I yeah. cut the lawn and because I had the day off because the Hawks had their last game last night. Cut the mm-hmm. lawn, put some stuff in the garage. It was like 56 degrees and cloudy. But I'm like, this is beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have the lowest bar, man. It's really ridiculous. Dude, oh, that that was the other thing that was incredible because I saw the temperatures when I was leaving, and it was supposed to get up into like the high eighties when I was there. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh boy, I brought extra shirt, like I brought extra everything clothes wise because I'm like I'm gonna sweat through everything. Yeah. By some miracle, every day there was like enough breeze to where it was at most a minimal sweat situation, and still it was re- like not perfect. crazy humid there yet either, right? No, no, not at all. Like it was, I could not have asked for better weather for the entirety of the time I was there. Even when I had to, so initially I was not invited to the wedding. And this also is kind of the nature of my favorite thing. The (laughs) last, last minute, like, oh yeah, you can come. And I was like, good to know. Cause I had to pack clothes. (laughs) 
Oh yeah. But I I didn't go with the suit. I just went like slacks and a and a and a dress shirt because it, I heard it was a pretty low key thing. Yeah. So did that ceremony was gorgeous. It was so this this weird dynamic happens where it's at this like uh, greens and park area where there's a lot of scenic spots. Apparently, every person in North Carolina that was going to prom, graduating or having a quinceanera was trying to take pictures <laughs> at that park at that exact time. I mean, it was it was flooded, like to the point where they clearly reserved part uh like the the nicest part kind of set further back yeah so people can't get in there right well people could get around there so like at certain points they had to like shush people because they're trying to do a wedding ceremony and there's people yelling like for their own that their own thing and then the second anybody started moving out of there people started to like move closer because they wanted their pictures at that spot oh weird like oh yeah like even we stepped off to the side to like take pictures just with our little group and the second we moved away, people were like rushing in to get to that spot. Yeah. It it was it was kind of crazy. That's kind of on crazy. the venue, though. Yeah, oh, like there's got to be so, some people that are like, "Hey, these people paid X amount right. of dollars for the space. Like, you can't just come creeping in when they Whoa. move over." Exactly. Like, and, and I felt bad for the photographer because he's trying to do his job, but he was also kind of taking on the you know trying to. Yeah, there's people, people in the background, or, and yeah, or yeah. like shush people and stuff. So like. I kind of felt bad. The reception was at a brewery and it was like kind of a quick reception. Kind of knew it was like 40, 50 people. New people weren't really going to dance. So there was good music going on in the background. Hour and a half, two hours. Drink a little beer, have some food. Just like go up at, at your leisure. In and out. And then be able to hang out afterwards. And we played we, we played Clue and we drank and we had a bunch of like between queso and uh, pizza rolls and, you know, like basic other crap you make at home. It's great. Sounds awesome. Low-key weddings are great. They're yes. always they're always memorable and they're always my favorite because they're just so mm-hmm. like they're so casual and un- informal and that's awesome. Yes. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. The trip sounded wonderful. And, yeah, sorry, uh, I'm definitely going long. No, that. man, that's yeah. the point of this episode is recapping your yeah. trip to Raleigh. It's great, um, man. I, I I need to get a trip, and when I do, I will have my new Mazda CX30. Curtis, yeah. not courtesy of, they're not giving it to me, but from <laughs> Mazda of Orland <laughs> Park. I mean, they can if they want to. I'm not opposed to it. Go sure. call Eric, 708-444-3200. Mazda of Orland Park is at uh, 5910 West 159th Street in Orland Park. You guessed it. And yeah, my my Mazda is ordered. It is on the way. It should be any day now, any week now. And I am very excited to get into that new CX-30. And you will too. I've spent a lot of time at Mazda uh, because that trip to Florida put a little wear and tear on the old vehicle, mm-hmm. but they take care of anything that goes wrong. I'm just getting like, you know, routine maintenance done, super affordable, super fast. What I love is they send you a video of the inspection. Mm-hmm. So there's like, okay, here I am. I'm underneath your car. As you can see, like the brakes are, you know, they're into yellow here. So oh, you probably wow. want to think about replacing those soon. And, you know, you can see the, everything looks good here. The exhaust looks good. Yada, yada. They open the hood. You know, here's your filter. It's a little dirty. We recommend changing it. We can do it here or you can do it yourself, yada, yada. The service is just outstanding. And um, had a small issue and called and said, hey, this just popped up. Like, yeah, bring it in. We're here. We'll take a look at it. Pull it back. Fix it real quick. And you're gone in 20 minutes. The service there is great. And it's not just because there's, you know, I was a, I bought my car there before uh, they were ever a sponsor here. So it's no special treatment. That's how they treat everybody. That's how they'll treat you. So call Eric. 708-444-3200 and check out Mazda of Orland Park.com. All right. Well, while you were gone, Rick, mm-hmm. I had a few food experiences of my own. Um, I already mentioned the uh, Dr. Pepper Dark Berry, which I've not tried, but I did try this new Coke Starlight. Yeah. Which is out. So they have it in regular variety and Coke Zero uh, variety. Cannot recommend. Hmm. It tasted like... I almost want you to have one, Rick, so you can try to help me identify this flavor. Okay. Almost like a graham crackery taste, oh. but oddly familiar. It tasted like something I had had before. Hmm. I didn't like it. I did not finish my, um, whatever, my like 16-ounce bottle. Um, it wasn't terrible. Sure. But I can't imagine like drinking it regularly. I just like oh. was kind of not into it. Um. 
So if you had Starlight and liked it, email us. I'm fatpot at gmail.com. Help us try to figure out this flavor because I could not figure it out, but I was not a big fan of that at all. So that's just a quick little note. Mm. Um, yeah, it was just kind of the, the bottles are real cool. They're like an iridescent, like pink and purple. Like it's really an attractive looking packaging yeah. and it makes you want to try it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, nah, I don't know what made you want to do this. <laughs> no, that sounds no graham cracker in my pop is not. Yeah, it was really sweet. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah, no, I was not a fan. Not I'll, 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 I'll try and find one and bite that bullet. But uh, yeah, just, just see, see if you can help me. What I want help with is why does it taste familiar? Does okay. it taste like a candy I had as a kid or something like that? Or is a very familiar flavor to it? Okay. But I just, for the life of me, and that's probably why I drank more of it than I wanted to, because yeah. I was just trying to identify the taste, but I just, I couldn't do it. So if you've had it, let us know yeah. or try it and let us know. Mm-hmm. I'm fatpot at gmail.com. The other thing is, uh, the other small note on 420, mm-hmm. uh, Wingstop had a yes. special sauce called Blazed and Glazed. <laughs> which they describe as a blend of hep seeds, terpenes. I think I'm saying that right. Terpenes, terpenes. I don't know. Strawberry and cayenne pepper. Uh, It wasn't bad. Okay. It definitely tasted like weed. Okay. Um, I saw somewhere online it was described as pop rocks and tires was the flavor. (laughs) Um, It was better than that, I will say. Um, But there was definitely that weedy, Mm -hmm. skunky sort okay. of a flavor to it and it was it was certainly done intentional as a yes yeah. it was done to, as a nod to mm-hmm. weed enthusiasts and it was a it was a gimmick but yes uh kevin my buddy kevin who sent you a four paragraph recommendation for raleigh that i didn't see until today uh, <laughs> <laughs> he ran it over because he knows my affinity for weed and wings nice. uh, so i got to try the sauce and it was good but nothing i, I don't think i would order it regularly Uh, it's not i don't think it's me a permanent menu item by any means but it was just it was a funny little thing interesting pop rocks and tires yeah (laughs) pop rocks and tires so funny delicious i like it all right so um this is a place and uh, now a place i tried and this is this is exciting okay my wife actually tried this first yeah blind hog kitchen in palis park illinois Okay. 11901 South 80th Avenue. So if you know this area of Payless, it's where Southwest Highway and Route 83 and is it Harlem? I don't know. Wherever those three kind of intersect. It's a really weird. Oh, it's 80th Avenue. So 80th Avenue, Southwest Highway and and Route 83 kind of connect right there. It used to be a Dunkin Donuts. Now it's Blind Hog Kitchen. Buddy, let me tell you, the menu of this place is kind of all over the place. Okay. Which has me not concerned because the food is terrific. Okay. But I feel like sometimes when a place is new, it needs a hook. Yeah, and they, they're just kind of throwing everything against the wall. Yes, but it's all excellent. So like here, here's an here's an example. Okay. Yo, so there's like I'm just yeah. chicken and chicken infused <laughs> yeah. waffles. See? What That's what I'm telling you. So Ooh. I'm look so the menu has a bunch of tabs here, right? So there's soups and salads, chef's corner, sausage, fried pierogi, yes, what? handcrafted burgers, birds, claim to fame, bowls, and sides. So That's there's a lot. There's so much going on here. So like we'll start with the soups. There's tortilla soup, tomato bisque. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the basics, Moroccan Harira soup, which I've never heard of, but it looks really good. Then there's a bunch of nice looking salads. All right. Over to chef's corner, naked hog wings. So this yes. is a pound of barbecue wings, a tuna melt panini. And it says nachos before muchachos <laughs> <laughs> chips, queso, pico pulled pork. So these are pork, pulled pork nachos. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Now it feels like a barbecue place. Yes. Go to sausage, French onion, hot dog. Bacon-wrapped Hebrew national dog. Big Southside Polish. Real Polish on a pretzel bun. Okay, so now it's starting to feel Maxwell Street-ish. Yes. Then you've got the fried pierogi, potato and cheese, sauerkraut, cheddar, and bacon. Oh, yeah. You know, okay, then you got burgers. Yes. The, I had the smoked Texas burger, which was absolutely... At least there's only like four of everything. Right. But the smoked Texas burger is what I got. Half pound of Angus beef... Wisconsin oh, yeah. cheddar, bacon, caramelized onion, green leaf, mm. pff, 
decorative house right. barbecue sauce and the potato bun. Mm-hmm. And the bun, the bun was absolutely <laughs> amazing. I took a picture of it. The bun? And it was as good as it looked in the picture. Like the, a good bun can really bring a sandwich or a burger together. Absolutely. That, that, so, that is such a key part of the burger. The bun? You can't have a good burger without a good bun. Although, make them, make them fried onions instead of caramelized onions, and I'm here. I, I can't eat caramelized onions because I, they don't I, make me... I, I don't feel good after I eat them. Oh, I, see, I just... It's a texture thing, man. They're just so slimy. Yeah. But the it, one... Ex- I, will, I will suffer the after effects of caramelized onions at a Sox game when I get a brat. Oh, yeah. Because it's okay. worth it. It's worth yeah. it. But usually it really upsets my stomach. Okay. See, it doesn't do anything to my stomach. It's just a texture thing. Yeah. All right. So then they've got chicken sandwiches too. Uh, avocado chicken, brie smoked turkey panini, mozzarella pesto chicken, portobello mushroom panini, chicken and chicken and infused waffle. Mm-hmm. Uh, buttermilk breaded chicken breast with bacon infused waffle drizzled with jalapeno infused honey. Yo, topped candied with- <laughs> jalapenos on the chicken and infused yes. waffle. Yes. Whoa. Yes. And then the claim to fame, ribs, pork tenderloin, pork belly, beef sandwich, Cubano, pulled pork sandwich. Like, there's just so much going on here. Yep. Then there's linguine, risotto, rustic mac and cheese, a hummus bowl. Like, there's just so many things happening here. Wow. I'm telling you, go to Blind Hog Kitchen and just whatever you have a taste for, they're going to have it. It's so damn good. I just hope that... The fact that they're not like hyper focused on one particular cuisine mm-hmm. doesn't hurt them in the long run. I don't think it will because the food is so good. And the place was so clean, Rick. Yeah. That I was almost like suspicious about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was okay. like I could literally eat my meal off the floor and not hesitate. It was spotless in there. So one another thing I noticed is their logo says blind hog sausage kraut pierogi. But then their claim to fame is the barbecue. What, see, that's the thing is I don't that's know. Another I don't know what their claim to fame is. Right. That's the thing. Is it everything? Try everything, I guess. Yeah, I guess you're going to have to. So 11901 South 80th Avenue in Payless Park. I'm telling you, five stars. I was, And, and usually when you try a new place, mm-hmm. there is some sort of like, okay, like eh, it took a long time or the burger was a little bit overdone or whatever. No, everything yeah. was cooked perfectly. Everything was evenly hot, which is a huge mm-hmm. thing. And they had the Jimmy John style ice. Oh, nice. Like the little like cube turdlings, mm-hmm. <laughs> which to me are the, that's the perfect kind of ice for a. Uh, that's your goat ice. That is the goat ice. Yes. The Jimmy John's ice. No doubt. So uh, honestly, Blind Hog Kitchen in Payless Park. Okay. Was so damn good. It was so damn good. I loved Interesting. it. Interesting. Oh, I thought of one more thing from a vacation that I'm pretty sure I sent you the picture of at Walmart. Yes, you did. Yes, and uh, it was just about the most southern thing I've ever seen. There was an end cap that was one, a giant. It was two end caps put together into one, it looked like, essentially. It was a giant end cap. Just two items on it, two types of items. Mm -hmm. Giant tubs of cheese balls and giant tubs of pork rinds. What else do you need? Right. (laughs) I mean, if that doesn't say North Carolina, then I don't know what does. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that I love the, those cheese balls are the best. They really are. I love those, and, and it's like I can't you, do you pork rinds. Yeah, pork rinds are fine, but like it, I feel like for most people, pork rinds are something that you talk about much more than you actually eat, unless you're Kevin Z Pack, in which case you get them every day and you shove them in Jay's face. <laughs> yes, pork. He would take his bag of pork rinds. Come around my face and then squeeze the bag so the pork rind <laughs> dust and stink would hit my face. Remember, Kevin's been up since 2 a.m. I've only been up for an hour or so when he does this. Yeah, and it's like, yep. whoa. <laughs> I have not eaten yet, Kevin. Please. Right. Yeah, it's like, you know what you need at about like 9, 10 in the morning? A bunch of pork stink in your face. And you just so come around. Speak. Pork rind, pork rind, pork rind, pork rind, pork, pork rind, pork rind. And then yep. squeeze the air in your face. <laughs> Such a dick. Yes, he is. I miss I miss him dearly, but same here. But at the same time, not at all. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, you I know, saw, I saw my I saw my Connor McKnight's wedding. Still the same. Yeah, I miss Which I miss great. that because of stupid COVID. 
Yes. Um, but yeah, I was looking forward to seeing those guys mostly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Most of them anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, it would have been a good time. Oh, well. I'm sure someone else will get married someday. We'll see. Uh, you know who will not blow pork rind and stink in your face? Our friends at Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. Now, that's a segue. I was going to say that. That's <laughs> professional right there. 628 South Roselle Road in Schaumburg, home of the I'm Fat Burger, the I'm Fat Pizza, and the I'm Fat Grilled Cheese. Go try it. It's so damn good. Everybody who's mm-hmm. tried the I'm Fat food has absolutely loved it. That's why it became a, it went from a promotional item to a permanent menu item in very, very short order. And Best people, seller. Absolutely. The best-selling promotional item they've ever had at Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. Go visit them, fredospizza.com, and check out their bakery, too, fredosbakery.com. Some of the best cookies you will ever have. Check them out on Instagram, at Fredo's Pizza. Uh, Cannot praise that place enough. So, so good. Mm -hmm. All right, so, Rick, uh, I was watching, I've been watching Letterkenny. Okay. Because everyone's like, you like hockey, you'll like Letterkenny. So whenever people tell you you'll like something, you... Mm -hmm. Initially, are like, no, I'm not watching it. Just out of protest. I've, I've, I've kind of done that actually with Letter Kenny too. <laughs> yeah, because the, the people I was hanging out with in uh, North Carolina, they've all watched it. Yeah, don't pigeonhole me. And then of course they start watching it, and love it. So uh, I have been doing that, but I, I, I stopped Hulu one day, and then um, the History Channel was on. Okay. So two shows in a row about food. Um, oh. The first was Adam Eats the Eighties with Adam Richman. Okay. Um, and it was just, he was going through like nostalgic food items from the eighties. So he tried, uh, he found a guy who's got the biggest collection of ghostbusters memorabilia oh, yeah. in the world. And boy, yes. what a cool guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but he had like ecto cooler still unopened and like the Slimer toothpaste and stuff. So Adam Richmond tried the, uh, ecto cooler. He tried Coke two which had like not been open for 30 years. And then yeah. he went and interviewed the founder of Jolt Cola, like oh, the guy who created yeah. Jolt Cola. Yes. So that was super interesting, like how that all came together. Yes. Yeah, so having a dad that was that was a trucker, uh, you learned about Jolt. Oh, yeah. Well, it's like double the caffeine mm-hmm. and like twice, like uh, something like they were at the limit for how much you could include in a soft drink. Yes. For Jolt Cola. Yeah, it was like to, really the first energy drink, but it was cola flavored. Then the founder like made homemade Jolt Cola for them. Oh, which <laughs> he takes like a giant Pyrex measuring cup full of sugar and just it like just... dumps it. Like, good lord! <laughs> it had to be like four or five cups of sugar. Oh my! God. It was disgusting <laughs> for like one pitcher. <laughs> yeah, right. So like, oh my god. Uh, so that was cool. But the best part is yeah. he visited this place in um, Colorado okay. called Totally Eighties Pizza. And this place was designed like the restaurant in Back to the Future 2. Oh, nice. Like, that was kind of the inspiration. So there's all sure. kind of cool like 80s stuff in there. Mm-hmm. But it's a pizza place. They had bagel bite pizza. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. it was a big old like, uh, you know, like a Domino's or Chuck E. Cheese style, like sure. uh, triangle cut pizza. Yeah. But instead of like sausage or pepperoni, he put bagel bites on it. Oh, see, I was thinking it was actually like pizza made, like basically making a homemade bagel bite. No, it was an actual pizza with actual bagel bites as the topping. (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Yes. It was really interesting, and it made me want to go to Colorado. And I'm sure it's probably not even that good. And I can absolutely do that at home with, I can go get an Aldi cheese pizza and buy some bagel bites and just do it. But I'm stupid, and I'll just go to Colorado instead. I need an excuse. I was going to say, yeah, that that place is the only reason you'd want to go to Colorado. Yeah. Uh, you should have seen, though, the uh, when the Ecto Cooler like, came out of the juice box. Yeah. It looked like water from Lake Michigan. Like, it was just <laughs> not. And he drank it. He's like, it's not that bad. It's I, still sort of familiar. I can still feel my extremities. And- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was a bunch of old expired stuff they ate. Uh, but it was it was a good watch. And then after that, yeah, a show I've seen. I've heard of before, but I've never watched the foods okay. that built America. Yeah, I feel like I've I've seen that in the old guide. Okay, so I'm I'm not going to do this story justice, but I don't know if you know this, so I'm going to share it, and then maybe you guys can find the episode. So it was about Kentucky Fried Chicken. Okay, and the way Kentucky Fried Chicken started was Kentucky Fried Chicken itself was a recipe that restaurants could purchase. So let's say like you know hmm. the the Geneva Cafe, the little diner. Okay. Yeah. They would serve 
Kentucky Fried Chicken. It was just a menu item. Okay. Okay, so you buy the recipe, and may, I don't know if they would send you the ingredients or whatever. Yeah. Fine. So, you know, that's the business plan for a while. Then these two dudes, like, buy the recipe, so they take over it from Colonel Sanders, right? And they're sort of running things and trying to grow it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they find out that there's these four locations that are doing really well. So they bring the guy in and say, what is your secret? Why are you having such success in selling Kentucky Fried Chicken? He said, well, it's all I sell. I sell it in a bucket. So this guy invented the bucket okay. and the red and white you know, uh, design mm-hmm. and using Colonel Sanders as the, as the logo. Yeah. This is one guy did this at his four locations. Okay. Do you know who that guy was? I do not. Dave Thomas. Really? Yes. So KFC, these guys who bought the KFC business, mm-hmm. they hire Dave Thomas to be wow. um, like an advisor, you know, like maybe third in charge or whatever. Sure. Give him a, a bigger salary than he's ever seen, but probably less than he's worth. Mm-hmm. And he helps them grow KFC into what it is now. Wow. So as the, as the business is expanding and they start to offer stock options, mm-hmm. Dave Thomas is an owner of stock for this, um, like a supply chain company, like the okay. company that brings, um, you know, like wrappers or condiments or whatever to various restaurants. So yeah. these two guys who hired him say, Hey, you know, we're going public. This is a conflict of interests and forgive me. If my facts are rusty. I'm just sure. <laughs> trying to go off memory, but this is a conflict of interest. You have to sell us your stock. And he's like, okay, cool. I'll do that. Yeah. Here you go. I don't want to cause any trouble. Here you go, okay. right? Does that and then finds out like lawyers are like, Dave, these guys totally screwed you that you sold them like $10 million worth of stock. And so he's like, screw you guys. Oh. I'm leaving. And then Dave Thomas started Wendy's. Wow. It is such a cool story. <laughs> and so I had no two idea. Two guys being complete jerks resulted in Wendy's. Yeah. Isn't that cool? But Dave Thomas is. is like the guy that invented KFC as we know it. Right, like just wow. took the recipe and is like, well, I'm just going to make this a place. Yeah. And the, the whole idea of the bucket. And it was like, how is so then when it came to Wendy's, the thought was like, how is Wendy's going to compete with McDonald's, who was already pretty mm-hmm. well established? And he's like, if we do the square burgers and the meat sticks out from the corners of the bun, it's going to create the perception the bun? that there's more meat more in this meat. burger mm-hmm. than there. And there probably is a little bit more, I think. Maybe, sure. maybe the optical illusion works on me too. But that's how they competed with Wendy's and it was never with McDonald's and it was never frozen. That was their other thing. So, okay, so. Found out when I was in Raleigh. One of my friends. Not a fan of Wendy's. What? And I told her and she basically said she doesn't trust square burgers. (laughs) And I don't make any sense. It's just ground beef. It can be any shape you want. I realized this. I, and my response when she's like, well, you know, I'm just not that big a fan of Wendy's and whatever. She prefer McDonald's and, and for pretty basically anything. And my response was just, well, you're wrong. Sucks to suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. You, you enjoy your inferior food. I will have Wendy's. Yeah. That's wow. That's weird. That mm-hmm. you're missing out on a lot yeah. of good stuff. Yeah. Not so, like thank, so thank you for putting me up when I was in Raleigh, Andrea. However, you're wrong. Yeah. That's just a bad take right there. Right. Yeah. You. I mean, you can take ground beef and make it any shape you want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still it's the Eggs. same beef. Oh, my God. Okay. So I have the draft on in the background. Oh, yeah. Here. That whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Buddy from uh, whatever that show is, is uh, making a Giants pick. Like, it's the day three. So they have a bunch of random cake boss. There you go. Oh, okay. Buddy Velastro. He's uh, making a pick for the Giants. And without volume, I can already tell I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even against him, but just like he's doing the most right now. Who was the guy last night who announced a pick for the Jets? But he was like the New no. Jersey, the new Newfoundland. He like named every new city except New Jersey, New York. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Vikings guy that did that started doing his own stand up. Yeah, was that Ziggy Wolf? No, that was like a guy who looked like Willy for- Wonka on crack. I forget that. I for- <laughs> so Willy Wonka basically. Yes. <laughs> It was, I forget the guy's name, but he was like a former Vikings player. And he just like gets up there and they literally have to send the producer out to damn near give him the hook. Make the pick. Right. Yeah, I, I saw it with, uh, I was watching the Hawks 
I started heading out with no volume. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, what's this guy doing? And you do see like the Showtime at the Apollo clown come out with the broom. Dude, like, seriously. Yeah, get off the stage, <laughs> was that's he, all. It was incredible. It was so good. And I saw, uh, I think it was Kat Terrell, who's a great reporter for the Saints, mm-hmm. just tweeted out, make the pick. <laughs> There were two factions. There was, this is hilarious and one of the best things ever. And there was, make the pick, you dick. Yeah, right. Please. All right. I've got one more thing before we get to Ask a Fats. Okay. Uh, last week, went out to lunch with my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, country House restaurant mm-hmm. on Route 83 in Payless Heights. Now it's at Route 83 and I should have done this before. I forget I forget the cross section, but it's okay. trust me, it's Route 83. Classic diner. Right, like really good yeah. diner food. There's also one in like Batavia or Antioch or like that area. Yeah, there's, there's like right one. by King County Cougar Stadium. Yeah, it's right. It's uh, it was actually so that the night that I got married or the night before I got married, the hotel for that we were staying in the night before was across the parking lot from the country house, and the country house is actually like a really nice looking thing. Yes, yes. And uh, it's it's like this big wood, you know, like almost like a lodge type looking building, and. Uh, after because we were you know after the rehearsal dinner and we were all like being responsible and we immediately went to a liquor store and got ourselves we each got a 40 and we got a case of miller light to be able to have yeah we were like country house is still open so we ran over there like jerks run in there about 20 minutes before they close and basically do a couple rounds of shots before we go back well done but yeah, Country House, really good burgers from what I remember. Yes. Okay. So the one in Payless is 5400 West 127th Street. Actually, it's technically Elsip. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then there's another one in Clarendon Hills that is famously haunted. Oh. So if you want to go to the Clarendon Hills one, 241 55th Street in Clarendon Hills. Okay. So I wasn't sure what to get because it was kind of like between breakfast and lunch. Okay. So we're going through the menu. They had a grilled cheese BLT. So instead of like a BLT with, you know, toasted bread, bacon, lettuce, and tomato, yeah. this was a grilled cheese sandwich, basically, that they mm-hmm. must have prepared open-faced yes. with cheese on both sides of the bread. And then oh. they put the lettuce, tomato, and bacon in between, close it up, and it was like the gooeyest, warmest, greatest BLT I've ever had. Interesting. It was so damn good. I just wanted something not like, I don't know. I had had like a kind of decent sized breakfast, so I didn't want, mm-hmm. wasn't like feeling a burger. So and you they, settled on shrubbery. The the L was limited, I promise you. And okay. it was like full lettuce instead of that's shredded it, lettuce. That's what it stood for? <laughs> limited, yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, some of it fell off on my plate by mistake. Yes. Uh, so I had more room for fries. And Country nice. House's soup is absolutely perfect. Mm-hmm. So if you're I looking have, for I haven't soup. had it. If I remember right, didn't they have like a good seasoned fry? Uh, the fries were uh, seasoned. Hmm. I don't know if they were like technically count would count as seasoned fries. It's it's been a minute since I've been to the and I've only been to the one in uh, Geneva. They're just so like to be fair, like I wouldn't quite call them steak fries, but big thick diner fries. You know what I'm talking okay, about, yeah, right? Yeah, like yes, great. Maybe I, maybe I added a crap ton of pepper and salt. To mine <laughs> yeah, that might have been you. Fries. Oh, geez, Rick, I, we talked about KFC and I didn't do it. The Colonel. Okay, sorry. I was, okay, yeah, I was going to say. <sighs> Rusty, two weeks off, so, man, see so, what happens. So, so now we know, <laughs> now we know why he wasn't there. Yeah. The Colonel. <laughs> Dave Thomas killed him. Uh, it's such a cool story. I was it telling really Addie is. about it and she's like, dad, your stories are boring. I'm like, well, listen to this one. She's like, that's really cool. See, she was yep. into it. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's ask the fat, shall we? Let's do it. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. Ask a Fat, as always, is brought to you by our buddy, Charlie the Bacon Guy. And here he is with this week's Bacon Report. Thanks, Jay. This week we have maple pepper, rosemary pepper, garlic, Korean barbecue, and honey chipotle. Bacon jams are the original, the bourbon, the pineapple, and the apple butter. I'm going to be working on a new suggestion for bacon jam. It is jalapeno raspberry or raspberry jalapeno. I don't know how to call it yet, but it'll be a a new bacon jam and stay tuned for that. We always have the t-shirts, hockey jerseys, stickers, and winter hats available. And don't forget to get your orders in for the new flavors for May. 
the Korean barbecue and the honey chipotle. They're going fast. For the Bacon Report, I'm Charlie the Bacon Guy. Oof. That, that, was, that bacon was, jam sounds awesome. It does, but there was no background sound today. Like, Charlie was, like, at home and sounding professional. and It's a little disappointing. A little bit. Step it up next week, Charlie. I want you on the air, on the wing of the Wright Brothers plane. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Order yourself some bacon. Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. Charlie the Bacon Guy on Instagram or at CZ the Bacon Guy on Twitter. Slide into his DMs and he will get you started on your order. You heard the flavors. Get the bacon. It's absolutely phenomenal. You will love it. I had some this morning. We, I forgot to mention this. I bought some of those um, like egg rings. You know what I mean? Like they're like little brass rings. You put them on your griddle. You put an egg in there, oh, so it makes yeah. it like a sandwich. Yes. So we made homemade McGriddles this morning, hmm. and we used Charlie's bacon on them, and it just made them perfect. Absolutely nice. wonderful. But like the best eight bucks I ever spent are those yes. egg rings because I always struggle to cook eggs. I'm not very good at it because yes. they just go everywhere. Yes. So like a bunch of it is just burnt off. So being able to contain them in these rings, absolutely perfect. So uh, Charlie's bacon just made it. Extra, extra perfect. All right. This first email comes from Brian. And if you want to email us, by the way, I'm fatpod at gmail.com. Call the fat phone 708-858-3314. No voicemails this week. So let's try to get a couple in for next week if we can. This one's from Brian. He says, I wanted to pick up on the thread from the most recent episode of gross stuff found in food. Rick, you mentioned your buddy found a staple in his cafeteria yep. burger. Mm -hmm. uh, Brian says he also has a staple story. Back in high school, I found a giant brass packing staple in my focaccia bread. Jeez. I tried to get a refund or at least another item, but all they would offer was more focaccia, <laughs> <laughs> which I wasn't as enthused about. Also, a few years ago, I picked up a package of chicken tenders from the Target hot bar, and upon opening them, saw one tender somehow got through the whole process without being completely defeathered. Oh, no, no. No. Oh God. That's no, so gross. No, no. Oh, that no. would that is the sort of thing that no. would scar me for life. No. Like now and again you see the people nope. who go to like a wing place and there's like a beak nope, nope. in their wings or nope. like a claw. No. Nope. Are you okay? Yes, I'm good. All right, good. Just, nope. That is so that is I have had a wing with like the feather like stem. You know what okay. I mean? Like yeah. the part that, and I've had to pull that out before, which I get, especially if it's from a place that like is preparing it from scratch. Sure. Like you could see how one would get missed, but a whole ass feather makes it all the way to the target heart bar. And everyone's like, meh, this is fine. Oh, hell no. Nope. nope. No, nope. Mm -mm. nope. we won't be doing that. No, we will not. This okay. is now, now I, I've told you how before, mm -hmm. uh, every time I drink out of a glass, I look in it because when I was a kid, I drank a Pepsi out of a neighbor's cup and there was a dried spaghetti noodle in the bottom. <laughs> so I've been forever scarred. So anytime I'm at anyone's house, including my own, and I'm about to get a drink, I will look in the glass before I yeah. fill it. Um, I'm now going to inspect every piece of chicken I ever eat from here on for the rest of my uh, life because yes. of that email. Seriously. That's... Thanks, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> That's not great. No. That Ugh. is scarring. Okay. Hopefully less scarring is this one from Brad B. <laughs> hey, guys. Morning, boys. Uh, love the pod. Had to write you guys after hearing Rick talk about his Hello Panda experience. <laughs> I just got your I, reference. Yep. <laughs> Morning, boys. What's going on? Hold on? Oh, that's too much energy. I'm a recreation <laughs> supervisor and run youth sports leagues. Last year, we worked with a company that linked us up with Hello Panda as a sponsor for our fall soccer league. Those little snacks were awesome. Yeah. Part of the sponsorship was for me to pass out samples during game days. Let's just say me and my coworkers consume more of those little packages of snacks than the kids in my league. <laughs> Chocolate was the best, but the caramel ones were as good were good as well. Ooh, ooh. I have not seen those. Yeah, I got to try that. I have yet to see any in stores, but now I'll be on the lookout whenever I stop into a 7-Eleven. Side note, I run the concession stand at my job as well, and I'm always looking for new additions to our menu and members in new edition. We do the normal stuff like hot dogs, nachos, pretzels, candy, and popcorn. Any reasonable suggestions you think we should try and add this year? Keep up the awesome work on all your platforms. You guys make Mondays a lot more enjoyable. Thanks. Thanks, Brad. Um, in terms of concession stand stuff, just make sure what you have is good. Yes. Don't let the hot dogs float in the water too much. Mm -hmm. Make sure the nachos are not stale. 
Make sure it doesn't have the nacho cheese doesn't have like the plastic film on top. Right. Make sure your pretzels are hot. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's pretty, you know, it's for what you're doing, you don't need to have like gourmet stuff. No. I'm trying to think of like what are I, popcorn is such an underrated concession item because it's usually very yes. cheap. Mm-hmm. And it also will fill you up. You know, another one that's on the candy side that is uh I would assume is probably there, but when I think concessions, I think of it airheads. Airheads are solid. Super cheap to buy. Like for for that for that context of just really quick and easy to eat and it's so cheap to get you can sell it for super cheap as well and and make a decent margin out. right you sell five for a dollar and you're probably doubling your margin yeah exactly yeah and kids will leave you alone for a while because they take a while to eat facts <laughs> all right last one comes from matt he says hey fats a while back jay had mentioned wanting to get a blackstone but then ultimately decided against it. My wife and I got one as a wedding gift, and I'll admit I was a bit intimidated when I read about the entire seasoning process. But after watching a couple videos, I dove in and put a few coats onto the grill, and it took me less than an hour to get it right. For the first meal I made on it, I went with smash burgers, and it was without a doubt the best bunch of burgers I've ever made. So if it's something you're interested in purchasing, I suggest giving it a shot. The seasoning process was pretty straightforward and cleanup was a breeze. I'm already researching recipes like crazy to find more things to make. That's from Matt. I, you know what, Matt, like buying these egg rings has only rekindled my interest in a Blackstone. Hmm. And I was talking to Hope about it. Like, I think I might actually, cause I was going to buy one during the winter. Yeah. And I was like, eh, like, am I really gonna use this a lot? Like it, you know, my mindset was not like in the cooking thing, but now that the weather's starting to turn. I could have seen myself out there this morning getting breakfast ready yeah. on the Blackstone, making perfect like griddled pancakes and everything. I, I'm getting there, but I think Hope might be more interested in a grill. Like, because okay. all we have is a Weber Q, which is nice, but like we'd like a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So maybe we'll just pop for a really nice grill, like a Traeger or something that I can also use as a quality smoker. Yeah. And then just stick it. Because what we did do is we were at Home Goods mm-hmm. and I bought like a. Like a cast iron, uh, like flat, I don't know what you would get. It's like a flat plank okay. of cast iron. Mm-hmm. And I put it over two burners on my stove. And that's what I was using to make the griddle cakes this morning when we made McGriddles and the eggs. Yeah. So I kind of have like a black stone-ish sort of a thing in that. Okay. So maybe I'll just get a really nice grill slash smoker and, and, and go and go from there. But I don't know. I'm I'm on the fence. I I wish I had outdoor space. That's the one thing I don't like about where i live is that i don't have a balcony just get a little smoky joe and put it in your apartment (laughs) yeah right what's the worst thing gonna happen yeah it's fine especially especially after being in north carolina where they had a balcony and like i was able to just like they took a nap at one point so i just sat outside put on spotify listened to some music and and just relaxed didn't think about anything just kind of chilled and man i'm like i wish i could do that that's really the way to do it, I man. Could. But uh, yeah, not so much here. Not so much here because there's <laughs> no outdoor space unless you're on one of the one of the end units. The end units are like the two bedrooms, and they get the they get the little balcony. Just knock on a door and be like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna cook." All right. Yeah. <laughs> it, they'll be so stunned. They'll be like, "Uh, what? Uh, what? Okay, okay, sure. sure. Uh, like, I'm the super." <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, I need to right. check out the grilling capacity of your porch. Yeah, I'm commandeering as you your wheel porch. in like a full size Weber grill. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes. Don't worry, I'll save you a burger. Oh, yeah, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. If that happened to you, Rick, you'd be like, "Fair enough, come sure. on in." Yeah, yeah. Yes, for me, I would. We're good. Mm-hmm. All right, we're back. Thanks everybody for your patience while we were gone. Uh, remember to like, subscribe, review, all those great things. Follow us on YouTube. Watch the video on Tuesdays on uh, the old YouTubies there. And, uh, oh, make sure I didn't mention our T public shop. Yes. Always a sale going on there. I need to make a video, man. I got a bunch of stuff ordered and I've been nice. waiting to do it. I'm just being very lazy, uh, but I'll do it this week. I got a promotional video coming for our T public shops. So you can see some of the cool stuff, not only on fat podcast stuff, but some of the other cool stuff I got from there as well. So yeah. All right, Rick, wrap it up. Cause you do it better than me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on all our social medias at I'm fat pod. I'm fatpod at gmail.com. Jay just mentioned the T Public Shop Patreon as well. If you're so inclined, youtube.com slash I'm Fat Podcast. Subscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe, unsubscribe, resubscribe on the podcast feed. Someone asked at one point, does that actually help juke the numbers? 
I think so. That's a rumor. Yeah, that's what we've been told. So, sure, let's keep going with it. As long as and you then, end up subscribed. Yes, exactly. <laughs> as long as you end subscribed, we're happy. Uh, rate and review the podcast. Kind of those have kind of waned a little bit because, you know, people, when you listen, you review, and then that's kind of it. So uh, tell your friends. Once please. a month, we send out a prize pack. So mm-hmm. send us a screenshot of your five-star review, and uh, I'm fatpod at gmail.com, and you'll be entered to win. I'll do two this month since we're a little bit low. There we go. Two winners this month. So let's get on it. that. Yeah, let's let's take care of that. Well, do we want to say for uh, well, yeah, because this will come out uh, tomorrow when it's uh, when it's or no, today's Saturday that we're recording. I know what day it is. I promise. Either way, it'll be May, so that makes sense. It's April when we're recording, but it's the last day of April. You big dummy! All right, the Justin Timberlake memes are coming. It's oh, gonna be May. Dear. Oh, they're already here. I've already seen a few of them. So, and mind you, I'm here for them also. Of course. All right. I need to end this. Uh, (laughs) The podcast, that is. Uh, So, so for Jay, I'm Rick. Oh, yeah. Check out our sponsors, too. Charlie the Bacon Guy, Mazda, Moreland Park, (laughs) and Fredo's Culinary Kitchen. So, you said I do this better than you. All right. We're out. I'm Fat Podcast. All right. I think we got a lot accomplished here today. (laughs)